<sighs> well, well, well. I'm gone for at least about a month or two. And let's see. I thought, you know, when a new government... I thought, okay, we have a new government. We're about to have a new president. Tom Brady's with the Buccaneers. They're not even... They're a wall card. I mean, we have pretty much a college football playoff with some teams. I thought... Can't be, things are going to change, right? Well, looks like it is more the same. Alabama's won a national championship in basketball. Tom Brady's won another Super Bowl. And the Republican Party is still riding on Donald Trump's nutsack. I think I'm going to need a lot more alcohol the way this year is about to go. And I mean a lot of alcohol. Alright, what's up everybody? It is your host, Big J Money Baby. And we are live with a new edition of... Of J Money Talks podcast is first podcast in probably I say a couple months maybe let's see last episode was episode nineteen and that was in I believe December let me take a gander here let's see if I remember correctly yeah it was over two months ago and that time was. December 6, 2020, my goodness. Man, we, yeah, it's been over two months. So, uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of things to cover. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, let's see, what has happened between December 6 and now? Let's see. Well, let's see, we had, we pretty much had to deal with election results being contested by, between Joe Biden and and Donald Trump, and pretty much Donald Trump suing very much any and every state that pretty much had uh, questionable results, and try to either overturn results or change it up. And every single state pretty much told them, yeah, we ain't changing shit, shit, and Biden won. And Trump tried every way he can to change it up, even going to so far to the Supreme Court to change the results of this election and it failed and even the Supreme Court, who pretty much had the majority, heck even pointed someone just before the election began to get a super majority. And even then they told him Nah bro, we can't help you then. <laughs> Man, even like some centers wanted to support helping him. Others are like Bro, you kind of lost. You might as well just just give it up right now. Just give it up now. And some are moving on. Moved on. Yet others kind of just like, no, I, I kind of believe the president might have a point. Let's maybe look at this election stuff. Even then, they're like, no, you lost. And some of them cert eventually, virtually certified this election. Like, the, to a lot of things, a lot of people 
started, started finding this thing until the point where men both joined sessions of Congress had to come in. The only thing left that was, at this point, the Republicans have pretty much officially agreed. We lost presidency. We clearly don't have the House. All we got is left is the Senate. Senate? Well, Georgia actually had two Senate runoffs on both their Senate seats. If Democrats won both of them, they will have a majority because despite they have 48 Democrats and then there are two 46 Democrats and two independent senators who actually stock caucus with Democrats. So technically they have 48 compared to the Senate's 50. If Democrats win, if both Democrats win the seats, win the seats, they get the majority because even though both Democrats and Republicans will have 50, 50 each, they get the tiebreaker, which is the vice president. The vice president, who is going to be Kamala Harris. So, so, America, so, America is all eyes on American on pretty much the Senate focusing on this was on Georgia. Because if Georgia somehow couldn't get, couldn't flip blue, then Mitch McConnell has pretty much still maintains his control of majority as majority of leader. Meaning he can pass or he can bring up any bill he wants and pretty much hold off any bill he and pretty much put, put many bills to the grave if he want if he so chose to. Well, uh, which pretty much is pretty much the eyes on Kentucky is why can't we vote him? And I pretty much explained this to you guys. I've explained this prior. It, unless y'all bring businesses here or y'all motherfuckers move, then we can get rid of him. If y'all ain't going to do that, shut the fuck up. So, so that brings so. Yeah, pretty much. So that was my pl so on January the fifth. Georgia held their Senate runoffs. They were counting results, and two races that were in question is Senator Will Perdue was was Senator Will Perdue going up against John Ossoff, who is of I believe of Jewish descent, who is Jewish. And then you have Senator Kelly, Kelly Lofer, Wolfer, Lofer, I forget how you say your name, who is also co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, which is the WNBA, team, uh, WNBA franchise, a women's NBA franchise, who is, who has, pretty much has, who is going up against referend a referend by the name of Joseph Warnock, a uh, black pastor and lives in Atlanta, I believe lives in Atlanta or somewhere in Georgia. I'm not sure how this works. I forget. I don't know where much about what is going on. I forgot what happened in Georgia. But basically both of them were going up against pretty much every odds because majority of Georgia is red. But have somehow started turning blue because basically you got Atlanta, which is pretty much the black capital of America, and then you got the country side, 
And a lot of people in the countryside was kind of tired of, pretty much tired of both the centers and was kind of just wanting to remove Trump, was kind of getting tired of Trump complaining, especially since Georgia was red, <laughs> it was a red state, that suddenly got bl flipped blue in the presidential election because Atlanta and mail-in ballots. So... A lot of the centers, the two centers in Georgia was kind of like, hey, uh, Donald, listen, if you're going to do a speech, you're going to help us out, listen, you can't talk about this whole, this, all this, uh, the presidential election thing is all fraud, the fraud, votes are fraudulent and all this shit, so you gotta chill. I'm going to need a drink for this. Couldn't get drink for this because what we're talking about is pretty much all this stuff that pretty much Trump has done. So, well, Trump decided to make a speech in Georgia and once again told that said that this voting is fraudulent. Pretty much called on the Georgia Secretary of State to try to overturn this, turn this election, and say the vote was fraudulent, all this shit, do a recounting and all this. Heck, and to the point where he actually made a phone call to the Georgia Senate State Secretary of State saying, Oh, well, you say you found an extra 11,000 votes that went to me, and you know, which he actually, which got recorded and was leaked out by the New York Times, I think. And yeah, easily he was really actively trying to change the results of an election, of a presidential election. That he lost. So. That was something. And pretty much people voted. Yeah we're not giving. Republicans. We're not giving Mitch McConnell. The majority leadership role. And voted pretty much Democrat. And practically. Flipped Senate seats. Flipped two Senate seats. That were held by Republicans. Now are held by Democrats. And now for. Now. Democratic Party has majority rule of both the Senate, the House of Representatives, and the Presidency. Pretty much two of the three branches of government. Except now, everything except the Supreme Court. So, now that's going on, now that's what's happened. Now that's what's happened on, this happened on Tuesday 6th. Actually, both results came in by the more Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, I believe. We're done by Wednesday morning. Both sentences were about to be flipped. And on that Wednesday, Wednesday, January the 6th, the American government, pretty much both houses of Congress, were pretty much planning on coming together to officially, officially certify this election, give Joe Biden the presidency. Joe Biden is going to be the president of the United States. Well, Trump and his group of his crew of people, he says, hey, on Wednesday, January 6th, which is pretty much this, this uh, certification, we need everybody on deck. We're going to have a huge rallying speech trying to overturn, pretty much say, tell the senators to pretty much rally the senators to tell everybody, hey, do not certify this election. Certified this election, this election was stolen, all this stuff, stop the count, stop the steal, all this 
bull, all the BS. And pretty much there were some people who, and then, well, it brought in probably some of the dumbest and worst people, pretty much, that in this little rally speech gathering of all this stuff. And, well, Trump in uh, regional, and he pretty much says, hey, they are trying to steal this election. We are not going to allow this. And Trump says, hey, let's go to the Capitol and let's tell them just not do we and let's tell let's let's stop them ourselves and why not Rigiani pretty much the idiotic pretty much former mayor of New York and pretty much old man who pretty much is totally incompetent super incompetent old man pretty much even says hey let's have a trial by combat and what do we see next? What happens next? A group, a large group of protesters, others, then decide to be rioters and clash with, end up clashing with police, fighting through security, and all of a sudden, they end up taking over, they end up finding a way of breaking into the Capitol building. During the time this certification was, the certification of this election was taking process, was taking, was in process, and pretty much broke through the entirety, broke through, broke through the care, pretty much, there were items stolen, many, many items stolen, many windows and doors broken into, offices were breaking into, Stuff was destroyed. All the while, all the stuff that happened happened. Pretty much, pretty much something that you never see, you would think could happen, actually happens. Usually, stuff like this you would see on a movie. Some of the stuff you would see on a TV show. Some of the stuff you would never think it would ever happen in reality until this day. And I say my thing about that whole capital riot scene. Everyone complicit in this. Every single one of them should face jail time. And I think significant jail time. I don't think any of them should even walk the streets. Because what they pretty much did was, what a lot of people call it, an insurrection. A coup. Attempted coup d'etat. A pretty much a... Pretty much a... Uh, pretty much something that is constitutional and try to stop a constitutional process from going down and pretty much practically portraying the country. They are pretty much the people who did this stuff are pretty much people who are traitors. And honestly, they deserve the punishment of traitors. Most of them, and I mean, I say majority of them, deserve pretty much death. <laughs> pretty much death. If not death, I say significant jail time. I say they should not have. I say they should not have any real any of the rights they deserve. Like pretty much them having a job, them having like a career, them having pretty much anything that a normal person should have. They should not have it at all to begin with, in my honest opinion. And there are people who are who are from. Not just from 
are from every state. There are people from every state that are pretty much involved. Heck, there are people who did this in our in this state of Kentucky. Probably some people who live here in Louisville. In Louisville. And I honestly believe those people should not even have any career. I mean, yeah, there are certain things here in this world we will allow you to get away we can let slide. I mean, you can get a DUI, you can actually forget to pay some parking tickets, you know, you can pretty much, you know, you, we can forgive you for doing, you being, doing drugs. But no, you, I need to literally start a coup, attempt a coup, on our country. No, you should not have any rights to that. You should not have anything going right for you. You should be in jail. And you should be in jail. Point blank, period. So, after pretty much, so, after hours of pretty much a ton of idiots, I should, and, and saying they're patriots or saying they're, saying they're actually just enthusiastic Americans, is an insult to the term patriot and an insult to the term American, enthusiastic Americans. No. They are all idiots and traitors. They are all traitors. After pretty much, after hours of pretty much laying siege to the Capitol, after finally getting police, actual police, actually the, the National Guard to finally pull up to finally get these get these traitors out traitors out and pretty much after pretty much getting out of hiding the, the both House of Congress finally pretty much officially certified that election for Biden and then even in pretty much decided work on making articles of impeachment on Trump and and this is actually the thing that started it, I believe, should have happened, should happen, should have happened, and deserved to have happened. And that is, Trump should have been impeached by the end of that day. There's no excuses for this that he actually incited, probably an insurrection, pretty much incited, incited, Eck, I am going to literally do something that practically... We will go after foreign nations for something like hints of stuff like this. But when it comes to our territory, but it comes to us, we're doing, we pretty much did the same thing that we pretty much would get on like Venezuela or North Korea and some of the countries that do some weird shit like this that does something similar to this. But we aren't going to be on. But when Trump does it, we gotta look at it like, okay, well, maybe he's, okay, well, he's upset, or he's like, something, saying a lot of things, okay, maybe, okay. This is one of the things about it, is a lot of Republicans decided, okay, look, Trump is just really wants to pretty much show that he has evidence, and he wants to prove that it's, that his election was completely fraudulent, and all this stuff, pretty much making excuses, and I'm like, bruh. How are you, can you make excuses? The man literally tried to kill you. Heck, he even tried to kill his vice president. Pretty much, Ed is the vice president. 
dead to rights. Trying to get his vice president dead to rights. His running mate. Person he's partner he works with. Get him dead to rights. And what happened is next day a lot of cabinet members of his cabinet members realize how crazy this man is who pretty much tried to get who pretty much tried to kill them. Pretty much had to decide to resign because bro, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this insanity. I can't. And they pretty much resign. And a lot of senators, senators, despite the fact he did all this stuff, somehow wanted to defend him. And some of them pretty much, some of them actually were support, showing support of this whole insurrection or whatever. Like senators Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. Like literally, which is honestly the dumbest. My thing about Ted Cruz, he is the dumbest person, probably the dumbest center. He is a fucking dumbass, because here's the thing. This is a man who, in the 2016 Republican uh, debate, when you guys were in primaries, this is a man who practically talked shit about your wife in front of you, and you decided not to say a thing about it. You didn't say to say a thing about it. At, at that point, listen, if a man will talk shit about your wife, listen, they're off-limit things. That is family, and your loved ones, and your children. If he's going to talk shit about your wife on national television, mind you, in front of the nation, instead of saying, you know what, I was going to say something to, re to pretty much as a rebuttal, say something as a rebuttal, instead, here's my rebuttal, run up to this motherfucker and try to run a fate on him. <laughs> no, he decides to do nothing. And that's what's the funniest thing about it. But when it comes to this man, when he became president, you decided to be his right-hand man. You decided to be a simp for this man. For reasons I don't even know. This man be simping for this motherfucker who's hawk shit about his wife. Like, literally, this is how he is. I don't know if that's really him or if that's some fake version of him. But, bruh, if that's my wife... This motherfucker getting the fade. He's getting the bars. He's gonna feel every piece of my rage. And you ain't gonna do a dang thing about it. I mean, that's what. So, we have a... So, the House decides to impeach this man. Decide to impeach him. The House decided to impeach him. Voted. Saying, he, what he did is wrong. He tried to literally start a coup to stop an election that was never fraudulent and try to get him out. And they did this on, I think, they got it, made the articles, and got it passed in the, within like three days, I think. Three or four days. And, and this is something, and then it comes to the Senate. They tried to pass it to the Senate, but instead... Senate decided to, well, we're not going to do any official business. We're not going to do any of this until after after uh, Joe Biden gets inaugurated, which is which is like another week and a half or two. They decided to wait until, you know what, we're going to wait until this until Trump is literally out of office. Basically like, okay, there's probably no way he's going to do anything stupid until that 
point, right? So that point, I mean, now does Trump actually like say, well, that was a okay. This is a this little interaction is kind of I will I'm not gonna say it's my fault. There are people who I think there are people who in that whole situation probably took things too far, and you know what I. Just to amaze everybody here, I will accept the fact that I will not say I will accept defeat, but I will concede this whole, like, pursuit of this election, and Joe Biden is, I'll help Joe Biden in any way I can to be president, which is the closest thing to a concession speech, and, and here's the thing, he's, he's, like, technically he concedes the election to Biden, but instead of, like, the usual idea of, like, of the how the inauguration goes, a big portion of it is a congratulations on you defeating me in this election. The American people want you to be the leader. Here, here you go. I'm a here's my here's a little note. Here's like a here's my like give you the desk. Good luck, chief. I wish you the best. No, he does not even to attend the inauguration. He just leaves. He goes back to Florida and pretends like. And just leaves to go to Florida. Doesn't even give it. Doesn't even give a like a concession speech. Doesn't even give a you know a farewell, real farewell speech to Biden. Doesn't even shake hands with Biden. None of that. He just it's like I'm out. See ya. See ya. Peace. Peace out, America. And he's playing on running again in 2024 because he felt like oh I got robbed. I got robbed. I'm gonna run it back, and this time I'm gonna get my my four. I'm gonna get a second term again. Despite the fact, well, now you're wondering like, okay, he's out of office. What's the point of his impeachment? The big thing is, if he is convicted, he cannot run in 2024. He is disqualified from any election. Election. And Mitch McConnell, despite the fact now he's no longer majority leader. Yet he kind of acts like he is still, despite the fact he he doesn't have that power. He says himself, honestly, impeachment seems actually is a good idea. In all honesty, I think Trump, this this whole situation involving Trump, should have been he should have been gone. Honestly, he should not be a part of his of this Democrat of this Republican Party, which in which is entirely true because. Way how this Republican Party has changed over years is not the Republican Party that Bush and probably people like Nixon and various others, Ronald Reagan, George H. W. Bush, and W. Bush were a part of years ago, and many others, many others, and knew this is something that is wrong. Even there are senators and Republicans senators and representatives who felt feel that same way and realize this man needs to go. Needs to go. And voted to convict to impeach him and voted to impeach and have and said did have a case. They actually yet they pushed this thing back held this back for a while. Just for enough time for Trump to build some type of it defense for his actions and his defense team can build some actions, build some defense and we end up getting a 
actual like an, an actual trial. We actually have we finally have a trial. We actually have a trial, and one of the first things they decided to do beforehand was, is this actually constitutional? Because hey, he's gone. He's no longer in office. He shouldn't. We should have a you know maybe we shouldn't have this case. And well, all right. Well, actually, it is because heck, he planned on running back in twenty twenty four. We gotta let him know, like, hey, you try to pretty much destroy the goddamn country, pretty much start a civil war, civil war, you don't deserve any chance is of being running, of running, and basically a lot of people voted, pretty much a lot of pe a lot of these, a lot of GOP senators, including Rand Paul, who is probably the second probably the second most hated person to have lived in Kentucky. Kentucky outside of Katina Powell. Outside of Katina Powell. I need it. She, he decides, A, this is unconstitutional, and it's pretty much trying to at least say none of this should happen and he is somehow and my thing about about Ramball is this man is literally the dumbest person ever and I don't know and I know what you're all gonna say how did you guys vote for this man I don't fucking know I don't fucking know I'm hoping that next year we can get, get him out of here I'm hoping we get him out of here I'm hoping, I'm praying we can get rid of him because the man needs to fucking go. But I digress. He's pretty much one of the many one of the many senators with Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, and a bunch of others who's pretty much just who pretty much throughout that entire trial for the entire day of these trials. Pretty much were not even focused on the trials at all. Some of them even didn't even like stay watching this. Some of them were like on their phones. Some of them were on their phones. Some of them were doing stuff. Like they were literally just pretty much being like this. Like, like, really? This is a tr serious trial. This is the medium trial. This is a constitutional process. Heck, some of them even, like, pretty much didn't even try showing up to this whole thing. To the scene. Which is ridiculous because you are one of the 100 jurors of this fucking trial. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you thinking? You are going to not do your job as a senator and, and work on even make a chance to even listen to either the prosecution or the fucking defense to try to get this man out, decide if this guy should be gone or not. How does this happen? What happens? Well, we actually, well, actually have the house management managers. They gave their case. 
strong case, pretty much even Republican congressmen pretty much said, told, men and women pretty much told their, their Republican colleagues in the Senate, hey, this man needs to go. He is fucking up the party. You really going to let this man, who is pretty much has the influence of this very vocal minority, take over our goddamn party and ruin the country, ruin this party more and more, pretty much practically ostracizing them, which I say probably ostracizing them, and pretty much create, and pretty much, and he's probably going to try making his own fucking party, who knows, probably makes his own party just to run again. Are we, re are you really, and I mean really going to do something to stop this? Are you really going to just let him walk free from this situation, from something that he really created? And with his rhetoric and voice in many speeches, this is something that he actually planned from for months and upon months. For probably years that he was probably going to do some shit like this. And you're going to let him be go off, get off on this scot-free. And then, we, after a few days of his trial, after a few days of hearing multiple defenses, watching multiple videos of riots in many angles, ways, shapes, and form, after hearing everything, after all the evidence, not many witnesses, sadly, even though they actually should have called upon witnesses, people who actually decided to do something about it, if they actually called, they actually had a moment to recognize the officer who actually did, who actually tried to do their fucking job, do the job, and actually tell all these, tell all these fucking idiot traitors, hey, you ain't supposed to be here, get the fuck out. And he was hit with pretty much multiple, multiple, most of these traitors are also ra probably racist. Pretty much was calling him the N-word. Multiple times. And he is a member of law enforcement. Of law enforcement. And it was a like, thing about Rand Paul. When they were acknowledging, they didn't even, they didn't even give a fuck. They looked like they didn't really give a fuck. Much. About this man. So, if you're thinking like, I'm going to say, and then on Saturday, they actually eventually have a vote. And the end result was pretty much this. 57 senators voted guilty on Donald Trump. On Donald Trump. It's like all 50 Democratic senators. And then seven, seven senators said, nah. Said, this man's guilty. And are willing to risk pretty much their part of their political career in this party to convict this man. 43 senators pleaded not guilty. Among them was, of course, Rand Paul. Majority, of course, Lindsey Graham was among them. Ted Cruz, 
Josh Hawley, and then even Mitch McConnell voted to acquit this man. Despite the fact he said that morally, that morally, Donald Trump is responsible for creating that insurrection, and he somehow decided to vote to acquit him. What? So you're saying this man is guilty, but you decided to say not guilty. My thought process yesterday when I saw that Senator voter acquit this man, I just said, America is so fucked. The legal justice system is bullshit. Vidar and the Republican Party are goddamn pussies. Are so, are really pussies. Legitimately grown old pussies because that's the new that's what the GOP party stands for the generally old pussies because these motherfuckers are so pussy they know this man is guilty and decided nah we're going to acquit this man despite the fact there is multiple case, multiple things of evidence especially the in his speech his rhetoric Everything that his man has said and done for months upon months upon months in the tweets, everything. He's still, you're still going to quit this man. Really? By the way, fun fact, there was a few set enders in the Republican Party. Who voted? Actually, spoke to Trump's defense lawyers. It is the thing. In a more in a general court case, no juror is allowed to speak to any attorney. There are district attorneys, public defenders, district attorneys. There have been multiple defense attorneys. All of them said, I. I can't speak to the juror, any juror, even if it's a nice, light-hearted conversation, even if they're my friend, if my, if it's my, if it's a family member, hell, if it's my goddamn husband, even if it's my wife, I can't talk to her if she's a juror. But these motherfuckers actually can. Some of these motherfuckers, including Rand Paul, I think Ted Cruz, and a couple others. My thing is this, if the people, the seven senators who actually voted guilty on Trump, at this point, you need to just leave the Republican Party entirely. I'm not saying you gotta vote, I'm not saying you gotta flip from, you gotta go from Republican to Democrat. I'm not saying you have to do that. No, you don't have to do that. You can be a third party. I say at this point, you might as well be independent at this point. A caucus with the Democrats at this point. In caucus with Democrats. 
That is probably the only case you can do here. Anybody who is a member of the Republican Party right now, just get jump out, get off. You need you, at this point, you need to start being. I don't know what you should be. Fighting for a party, Heck, I guess be, be a libertarian. I'm assuming uh, that's the closest thing to Republicans I can think of is libertarians, because y'all are kind of you guys love or go gun ho about guns. I think some of y'all love are pretty much like don't want a lot of government deregulation and some of the stuff you're about. So y'all can work perfectly with that. I don't know what you need to do. I, my thing is this, the Republican Party is compromised as a motherfucker, because a lot, even, like, because even when they, these Republicans pretty much did the right thing, among them, uh, Senator Liz, I believe Liz Cheney, who is the daughter of Dick Cheney, like, the GOP in Wyoming, like, decided to censure her, censure her, I, I don't know much about censure, but... They, like, censure her for her pleading, pretty much voting to each Trump. Um, and a few others pretty much were censured and pretty much were, like, pretty much, like, they kind of just de... Basically, I don't know much of what censure is, but it's basically the Republican form of deplatforming them. Pretty much, whatever money they get, we're just like, yeah, you ain't... You know you ain't getting no funding from us. We ain't helping you out with any of your super packs. Any of your super pack, Any like the connections. To help you get pack of power. You ain't got it no more. Fam. And that's the thing. It's so weird to me. I don't even know what you do in this one. At this point. Like if this man is going to run. If Donald Trump is going to run in 2024. He could win that. He could win running back. He's going right back, and we could have the same man again. Whatever Biden tried to do, he's going to win. Whatever Biden tries to do to change all the fuck shit Trump has done in four years' time frame, by the time we get back to Trump, by the time we get to 2024, Trump could change all, is going to revert all that back and make it ten times different. Heck, he might do some shits in that constitution where he might make himself president forever. President forever. Heck, make his children president. Make his wife president. Make his youngest son, Baron, president. And he could be, by the time he's 18, who knows what the fuck this man could do in 2024 if he decides to get re-elects, if we all decide to re-elect, if he gets elected again in 2024. Runs again in 2024, he actually gets elected, and who knows what he can do when he's in power by that time frame. And this is something that is questionable. But one of the first, one of the things I don't question, I question, like a son bitch, is after that whole debacle, pretty much the Senate is on recess right now, after this. As soon as the Democrat, after all that, after you quit, after this man gets acquitted, the first thing you think of, instead of, you know, passing this, J- the coronavirus relief bill, this coronavirus relief bill, and of trying to get this coronavirus, coronavirus relief bill passed, trying to get us all, 
1400 stimulus checks, $2,000 stimulus checks, or whatever you, whatever stimulus checks you want to give us, and all this stuff for small business, canceling some student debt for our people, and all this shiz, you guys decide, we're just going to go ahead and take a, we're going to take a vacation for a week or two, and then we'll come back to it. Motherfucker, by the time you come back a week or two, who knows, motherfuckers probably losing their houses and shit. Losing their houses, losing their jobs, losing their businesses. Motherfucker, you need to come. Nah. Y'all, take. you can take a break. Take a, take, if you want to take Monday off, Tuesday off, bet. But you are going to be back by Wednesday or Thursday, motherfuckers, to run to get this shit done and try to at least do something to fix some shit. Like, really? And you guys have the majority. And you guys can make shit happen. But you all are so goddamn pussy. Like, you think Mitch McConnell is still in charge of this bitch. Like, really? <sighs> My thing is, as like a lot of people say, that Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, and some of these people should be gone. I agree entirely. I agree. I hope I'm definitely sure next year. I'm hoping Rand Paul is out because I think he's going to be gone soon. I, because I say this, you can say, you can say that, oh, Rampal has a lot of control. I think Rampal isn't, is going to go. I think he has the power to go. I think this man should go. He should be gone wholeheartedly, 110%. And that's a fact. I mean, if we can't, now, if you want to make sure these guys gone by next year, next year, well, my advice to you guys is simply put this. Again, if you got a business and you're trying to expand it, maybe trying to expand this or move it or move the business, move it to here. If you got being, if you're trying to build like a t-shirt, if you're a t-shirt company or shoe company or clothing company or whatever, you want to make a fact, need a place to build a new factory, bring that bitch here to Kentucky. Bring that bitch here to Kentucky. If you... Oh, if you, oh, you need a place to move you? Here's an idea. Move here to Kentucky. And I'm not talking about Louisville or Lexington. Lexington, you might move. Hell, if you want to move to Lexington, go ahead. I mean, you might guess. I mean, that place needs to be changed. Bowling Green is a great place. Bet. Frankfurt. There's some places in Oldham County. Places in Bullock County. Shelby County. I mean, there's some great places. You can move to and it will work right. You can fill it right in. I mean, there are places in this day that pretty much you, they need some help. Pretty much needs pretty much a ton of space, and is really willing to move. All you gotta do is just goddamn grow a damn set and move there. Is all you gotta do is simply put fortify your damn selves, move here. If you want this man gone. You want Rand Paul gone? You want some people, some of these congressmen that is in, some of these representatives that are in our state to go, and all this stuff like Thomas Massey and like some of these other idiots. Here's the thought: you move here, and or move your business here, then you probably then and only then you might be able to remove that son of a bitch out, that man out of office, man or woman out of office. But until then, if you choose not to, then here's an idea. You can all hold my nuggets and suck my dick. 
Alright. Until then, shut the fuck up about Kentucky and leave it out. Leave us out of this. Leave all of us out of this. Some of us have been tired of dealing with this for years. We've all tried voting for this man. It's just we cannot convince the arrest of a fucking state to do so. <laughs> to vote this motherfucker out. Some do, but we can't. So, that's all, that's all I'm going to say about this whole thing about the government. My thing is this. The entire government is pretty much bullshit. All of them can suck a dick. And I mean all of them. <laughs> and I mean all of them. Now then, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to probably I'm gonna go ahead and finish this drink up right now. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm probably going to fix me up something to eat real quick. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do a full debriefing on the NFL season. We're going to look into the college basketball, into college basketball, especially regards of a certain team lives in the state that's getting, having a, probably a tough time right now. And I think we all know who. And we're probably going to talk about a few other things going into this year. Um, and do a few other things this year. So, you're watching episode 20 of the Jam Money Talks podcast, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Alright, guys. Before we get on to this next uh, segment, we're going to go ahead and do a little shout out to a one product service, one product I've been getting, and that's just saying gear, and actually I just got my, if anyone doesn't know, in a few episodes prior, I talked about them, and actually my, made a purchase for Christmas, well, it actually came here today, let me, actually came in recently, and let me just say, this gear is amazing, it works amazingly, if, all I'm going to say is this, this thing is practically, it fits right on you it is practically a second skin ladies and gentlemen i enjoy it especially the shirt i am enjoying the shirt what i got is pretty much a pretty much if you don't know i am a huge fan of vegeta in dragon ball z and let me tell you something this man this feels good i got this super saiyan uh cell saga shirt and pretty much when he came in the android saga let me tell you you, when you wear this thing, it fits on you like a second skin. Like you feel it on, you feel it tight, tug, feel it tight on your chest, arms. You feel that energy. You feel that power. I also got this. I actually got this Super Saiyan 2 uh, Majin Vegeta like pants, like joggers. And let me tell you, that feels. You feel it. It tugs in. It feels everything's tight. It feels snug. Actually feels great. It's like a second skin, okay. So every when I wear this thing, I wear. I've been wearing it to the gym every day. Let me tell you, you feel that energy. You feel that power. You feel that pa You feel that power. That energy. The power. Everything. It's over nine thousand levels of excitement. And let me tell you, it is probably the best. Some of the best workout here, especially I want to. I try to during the winter months, fall and winter months, is try to wear like long sleeves because, especially when it's like January, February, you pretty much just, uh, you're done with 
pretty much by the time like Thanksgiving and the holidays come in, I'm pretty much busy all the time because of peak season at UPS and pretty much, of course, holidays. You want to eat all that good food. It ain't healthy for you, but you want to eat and enjoy all that food, all that food and stuff. You don't have time to go to the gym as much and all that shit. So, when you come back, I want when you come back ready to go back in in it, get back in there and go put them put your shoes, put them workout shoes on, get your gloves, work on shoes on and get in get some gains, you know, clang and bang, get your muscles growing, get the get that holiday weight off you. You want to get you want to get it in right. And I want I try to wear long sleeves for a reason being I got I have guns, my friends. Let me tell you, I have a gun show, y'all. And let me tell you, I don't want to scare anybody because my arms are goddamn big. Are be because I be putting in work with in terms of my arms. So check out Just Saying Gear. They don't just sell Dragon Ball. And they, by the way, they don't just sell Dragon Ball. They sell Naruto gear. They sell like, they sell like all these fusion stuff. They got fusion gear. They got sport. They got masks, like little gators, those gator things. Which honestly, I think when you wear them, I think you probably look like they got hoodies. And they doesn't have Dragon Ball. They got also like they got the they got ninja. They got your Naruto headbands. They got Naruto gear. They got the you got your. Dragon Ball Z gear, you got ju- you got your Attack on Titan gear, you got just you got everything you need. You got seriously every single type of Dragon Ball gear available. You it looks good, and it's not just also men. It's not just for men. It's also for the ladies as well. It's also for the ladies as well. Check them all out, and I'm ready to get. And I don't know if you're ready to get the games going. I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get them games, boys. Let's get it. So, if you guys want to get... So, if you actually want to get some gear yourself, you know, want to look good like me, just use this discount code here. Just, this, just use this discount code here. I got y'all. Just use this discount code right here. It is G-R-E-G-I... Zero zero free C K. That is G R E G I zero zero free C K. And if they ask you where'd you get this from, just tell them it's from your boy Big J Money here on J Money Talks podcast, baby. It helps. It helps. It kind of help me out. I'm helping you all out too. So it's a win-win for both of us. Check them out. Just saying, gear. They'll make you super. I'm just saying. Alright, let's get back to the show, baby. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with episode number 20 of the J Money Talks podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud. It's episode 20. So, let's begin with some college... Let's go into... Let's look at college football. We... It has ended over a month now. It's been over a month. It's actually over. It's finally... It ended, sadly. Sadly... I thought something would look different. My expectations was looking at that schedule last year. I was thinking to myself, Louisville's going to come in, win it all. With the fact that Louisville doesn't have to play Clemson this year, I thought Louisville would start, would run a gauntlet. They lose Notre Dame, but Notre Dame would find a way to lose a game or two. 
and we would end up being we would go up against Clemson, shock them, shock them, beat them, get in the national college football playoff. We go to we end up shocking the shocking the nation, beating like teams like Alabama, Ohio State, let them know, hey, Louisville's the team in the the college football champions, and Louisville went four and seven. <laughs> Four and seven, three and seven overall, three and seven in conference play, four and seven overall, but they end the season on a high note. So I'm thinking, okay, college football national champions. I'm like, okay, probably we're gonna have Clemson again, and I'm like, well, Clemson's probably gonna win this thing, and I'm thinking Clemson's got a chance. Nope. Instead, they got a rematch against Ohio State from last year, and. Let's say last year Ohio State remembered and they didn't forget and they uh, and they end up beating them, end up beating them and then going to the national. They end up going to the national championship, despite the fact Ohio State didn't only played five games prior to prior and won in that and didn't really have a chance. Only played five games and they got out of change of and then. But Big Ten pretty much changed their policy of who gets in the nap in their conference championship to allow allow Ohio State in and a bunch of shiz. So yeah, that is pretty much the case. That is the case. And Louisville is now a in and Ohio State got in. Despite the fact Indiana pretty much pretty much beat almost actually played their games and actually had a good record. Like six and one. So yeah. Kentucky, despite season wasn't the best, but somehow, some way they end up winning. They end up going into they end up going. They end up playing a bowl game. They end up playing a bowl game. And they won. Which I'm like why the fuck? And let's see, what else do we have here? What else can we say here? Um, yeah, by winning the Gator Bowl over in NC State. Over NC State. Indiana playing a bowl game. Sadly lost to Old Miss to end their season. Louisville decided to opt out of a bowl game for reasons. And of course, and well, my thing about well the NCAA football season culminated in in Alabama. Winning the national championship again. Son of a bitch. Winning the national championship. Fuck my life. Which I really do not like whatsoever. I wish, honestly, it was someone else to be the national championship. But we got more of the same. Let more things change. More that the world changed. More this, it stayed the same. More it stayed the same. So that is pretty much the case here. That is sadly the case. Anyways, move on. Moving on, we actually now now that college football season is over with. Now there's now they actually released schedules. Probably earlier than normal. I think earlier than normal. But Louisville's schedule is a pretty interesting one. They start the season off going up against Ole Miss and Atlanta. In Atlanta. 
to start the season. And uh, at a Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta on September 6th. Then they end up going. Then they go to. Then they have host Eastern Kentucky and Central Florida, which is a big game. And Central Florida, before they go up against Florida State, go into their conference schedule. They first starting off against Florida State. Then they head going to Tallahassee take on Florida State. Then they go up against the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Then they come back home. To for two game, two straight games between Virginia and Boston College. Then they travel to rally to take on NC State, and then the next week they have a big the big game between Clemson and again Clemson, which is on November sixth, aka this guy's twenty fifth birthday. So I think I'm I don't know if we'll have fans, but if we do, and if tailgates are allowed. I think I'm gonna host the tailgate at the stadium, and that'll be probably part one of my birthday party. So, of my birthday party. Next, next week they, then a week afterwards, Louisville takes on Syracuse, takes on Syracuse, before going up against Duke to close out their AC schedule, and then if we come, then Louisville ends their season coming home to take on the Kentucky Wildcats and. Take on the Wildcats. Bring back the Governor's Cup game, which we sadly didn't get last year because Kentucky and Louisville couldn't decide, couldn't agree on if their season, if the season's happening, and SEC decided to have a conference-only schedule, and so did the ACC. So that wasn't happening anytime soon. So, well, that sucks. <laughs> For both U of L UK, U of L and UK. So, unfortunate. That is unfortunate. So, fortunate. So, I was called football in a nutshell. My thing is, uh, I say this: Indiana pretty much, des- or honestly, Indiana deserves a spot at should have gotten a chance to play in that in the Big Ten Conference Championship game. They played majority of the games. I get it. Ohio State beat them. True, but they played more majority games. Ohio State played five. Indiana played seven. Ohio State played five. I don't know about y'all, but I think the team that played more games should have played. Should have been should have made a spot in the term in the championship game. In the Big Ten championship game. And uh they didn't. I'll say won that game. They got in the playoff, despite the fact that a team like Cincinnati, even Cincinnati, who a team had actually played through a good season, played through a good season, end up being undefeated, winning their conference championship, should have had a chance at being in the playoff, and didn't even get, and they still allow Ohio State in. And I say this, I'm hoping next year the NCAA Decides, you know what? We're going to spend this playoff game. I don't know how many. I say 16. I say 16 should be it. I think this. Every conference champion gets a spot in. The rest are determined by ranking. Are determined by ranking, basically. It gives every Power 5 conference champion, every group of six champion, a shot in 
The rest is determined by rankings. And then the other teams are determined by rankings. Will there be multiple SEC schools? Will there be multiple ACC schools? Will there be multiple schools from a from a big Power 5 conference? Yes, but it gives every school a chance. I think it gives every conference to at least have one representative in instead of having just whoever plus Notre Dame. Notre Dame or some bullshit. I think it helps everyone out. I think it makes sense. Especially, they should have, if they were going to experiment it, they should have done it this year. Especially considering the fact we also we all had a pandemic. There were multiple teams that were opting out. Multiple teams couldn't have, couldn't even have games and all that shit. Is, I don't know why they couldn't have done it this time frame. They couldn't have made something like that happen. Especially teams like Coastal Carolina, teams like BYU, teams like Indiana, and and many others that pretty much stepped up and pretty much played an absolute clap, pretty much played games, played their hearts out. They aren't getting any rewards for it. It's a shame. I think it's a shame. And before anyone thinks like, oh, well, these two schools should play should play bigger teams. Well, they can. They should. But are they are these big power five schools gonna make those games happen? Probably not. They're gonna wait till the years until like that where these teams have like a window of either have a different coach go to a bigger school, which could happen, or pretty much. Their recruits pretty much are their recruiting window is goes down or some whatever. I don't know, but to me, these schools should have a chance to play and should have a chance shot at the playoffs just as much as these Power Five schools, especially these blue bloods like Oklahoma and Texas and all these other schools. And it's a shame that they don't do anything like that. So. That's my thoughts about college football. Now we, we're going to transition from college football to college basketball. To college basketball. And let's just say it's Kentucky. Let's see. All of all the schools in Kentucky. See. All of the Kentucky schools. Let's see what we got. We got. Let's, talk, let's start with UofL. UofL right now is so far. Let's start with UofL. Let's start with look at UofL standings right now. They are currently 11-4 and four right now. And six and three in conference play right now. Not bad. They actually had, sadly had a. They sadly had COVID. Uh, Coach uh, Chris Mack actually tested positive for COVID nineteen. Their season was postponed for a couple weeks. Uh, for a couple weeks. Hopefully everything's go back. Let's look at Western Kentucky right now. Western Kentucky is fifteen four, and leads the conference USA Eastern Division. With an eight and two record, which is actually not bad. Let's not bad. Let's see. Let's other. Let's look at other uh, Kentucky. Kentucky schools here. Let's see other Kentucky schools here. Um.
Okay, Northern Kentucky. Let's see. They are currently. They are currently 12 and 9 overall with a 10-6 conference record. They are currently third in the Horizon League right now. Right now, then we go to let's go to Eastern Kentucky. Right now, they are currently third place in third place in the Ohio Valley Conference with a 16 and 5 record overall and a 10 and 4 conference record right now. Then you got Morehead State, also in the Ohio Valley Conference, who are who is now who is second with a 16 and 7 overall record and a 13 and 3 conference record. Then you also have Murray State. Who has an 11 and 9 record, and with an 8 and 7 record in conference play? Conference play. Who is currently six in the conference right now? So not bad for you. the Kentucky teams are actually doing not bad right now. Are actually pretty doing pretty good right now. Pretty well for ourselves. Then we got Bellarmine, who is actually in their first season of, who is in their first season of Division One college play right now. Currently is. Right now, 13 and 5 with a 10 and 2 record in the Atlantic Sun Conference, and they're right first in the conference right now, which is actually not bad. Which is not bad for their first year, in for their first year as a as a team, right now, or right now, in their first year, and I is pretty good. Good. Now let's look at Kentucky's record. Oh, what? Now let's look at Kentucky's record and this. And they are currently, oh my god, what the hell just going on here? <laughs> Kentucky is 6 and 13 with a 5 and 7 record. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> let's see, what happened? Like, what happened? Okay, let's see. Kentucky starts this thing off with a. 81 to 45 record. They're ranked 10th in the nation. Next game, they lose to Richmond. To Richmond, a team in the A in the Atlantic, who I believe is in the Atlantic 10 in the Atlantic 10 conference. It was currently 10 and four with a four and two record right now. Oh my goodness! And I mean, okay, it's a first loss. They end up having a game get canceled. Against Detroit Mercy, so let's arc and be that. That's not that bad, right? Well, let's see. We ended up going to Kansas with a one-on-one record. Go up to top against seventh-ranked Kansas in the Champions Classic in the Champions Classic in Indianapolis, and Kentucky actually, and Kentucky was actually pretty good. They actually were. I think Kentucky had a good lead. At, I think in that game, they were actually doing pretty good. They actually had the lead for a good chunk of this game. And it was and it was a game that was going to be one of the season's biggest showcase games, which was a game which had sloppy play, so many turnovers, missed shots, blown opportunities, and so much stuff. And, my, oh, my goodness, this team could not play basketball. Kansas... Shot 30% from the field, missed three of four free throws during once rush in the final minute. Kentucky shot 36% and had a early double-digit lead. Blew that and then gave away a 35-29 halftime edge. My goodness. Kentucky just couldn't. Kentucky actually had a chance to get back on track. It looked like for the first half, they eventually just blew it. 
Man, let's see. Next, you got Georgia Tech. Did he go up against Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech in Atlanta, which is actually a... And you guys even lose to them, which gave... Loses to them. Man. Then you go back home, and you lose to the Irish. To the Fighting Irish at Rupp Arena. And you guys were favored by seven points. <laughs> My goodness. Then you had to play against... Then you guys had to play against... North Carolina, and you had a double-digit lead on them, and you blew that lead and lost that game in Cleveland. And they lose that game by double digits. So you had a game against South Carolina, got postponed later on. Now, but in by terms of all these games and these games, but all these games, that is a footnote to y'all. But let's be honest, two Kentucky fans... That is pretty much nothing more but a footnote to y'all. Because we all know in all the non-conference games you have, one game matters the most. It's the, it's the UK game. The Battle of the Bluegrass. It was held in Louisville. To us, it doesn't matter how bad your season was. If y'all lose, if you beat Louisville, it is y'all version of winning the winning practically the national championship in and of itself. Because no matter how bad you guys' record were coming into it, if you leave with that W, it is going to be that loss. That is the bracket rights. That is that you get that bracket rights. You can just say, yeah, you can talk shit all you want about how bad it is, but we still Kentucky still beat y'all, Big Blue Nation. Needed that win. But sadly, they end up dropping. They end up losing it. They end up losing it. As Louisville, as Louisville had pretty much sealed it by going into the free-for-all line. On that free-for-all line. You had a chance to get the get a wide-open free with a second left. To at least get the win. But it sadly ends, ended. Sadly, it dropped and missed. And you guys end up going six, losing six straight games, which is the first six-game losing streak since 1989. Man, I wonder what happened in 1989. Something about that time frame. What happened in 1989? My goodness. Let's see. Kentucky in 1989. Man, it's basketball 1989. Nine season. What was about that time frame? Okay, Kentucky head coach was Rick Pitino. First season. It's very first season. But there was something about that date that was important. What was it? Is it Oh, yeah, I forgot. You guys were on probation. I think you guys... Oh, yeah. You guys were actually on probation. That was a time when you guys were put on probation. <laughs> on probation. Three years probation. And was banned from postseason play for two years. Well, unfortunately for you guys... There's no probation. 
There was no probation. This is a team that was full of freshmen, sophomores. So when you're thinking, okay, well, how does Kentucky bounce back in conference play? Well, they can bounce back in conference play, right? Well, it looks like you guys had, you guys were doing pretty good in conference play. You guys beat a Mississippi State team in double overtime. With, uh, thanks to your best player with Deontay Allen scoring 23 points and and scoring seven frees, despite the fact that I don't know, a player that you guys pretty much haven't we haven't seen in a while end up playing game and end up winning in double overtime in Starksville. Then you win a second your second straight by beating a Vanderbilt squad, beating Vanderbilt, which is not much. Saying there, then you end up being a winning in a big twenty. You end up winning in a better. Then you end up winning against Florida, beating them seventy-six to fifty-eight. Fifty-eight, and then came Alabama, who decided to come into Rupp Arena and just straight up molly whopped y'all back and forth in that game. A game and it was like, oh, you guys won free straight. Okay, what? I don't know what happened. Uh, okay, here we go. Someone, okay, someone must have turned off the chuck button. Hold on a second, and we get Alabama blowing out Kentucky. There we go, and then you guys lose to Auburn in a come from behind game in a come from behind loss to Auburn. My goodness. And you had a chance, and you guys lost this in a week. Lost this in a not you blowing a huge lead. My goodness, I feel bad. This is, man, this is bad. And this is actually the first. This is actually the first time Auburn beat Kentucky in four straight seasons since 1979 1970. Man, and I feel bad. Then you lose to Georgia on a one, on a last second, on the last second and last second at at Athens. My goodness, on a last second loss. Man, that is, this is bad. But you bounce back three days later on a W against LSU on LSU. I'll see you. And then you had Alabama, who was a top 10 team. And you got Molly Whopped again. This time you traveled, you took the ass woman to, that ass brought them, brought that ass woman to Tuscaloosa. And then, so this point in time, you guys at that point in time ranked are 5 and 10. Yours are no longer in the top 25. It looks like you guys are about to have a Get your asses. Looks like you're about to host Texas in a Big 12 SEC Challenge game. And it looked like this point, it looked like this point, Texas is about to come in and give you a Texas eyes ass pounding so hard at practically. It was so bad that Alexis, Alexis Texas and probably many other porn stars probably got are jealous and also probably would have been endless make make terror for the SEC and Louisville fans as well. <laughs> On the OG Pornhub. Until that shit went downhill. But you guys got canceled. Because you guys had some te- some positive tests. 
add positive tests in your program. Which I think might be ridiculous because this gives a game that was going to be on primetime television on ESPN. And let's be honest, I think y'all made that up just to not watch that pound and happen. Which, hey, we understand completely. Which, hey, I understand completely. I would want to get my shit kicked, caved in by in front of the entire nation ever. So, let's see. You guys go up against Kentucky. Uh, go up to against Missouri. You guys were behind a ton at uh, by 13 at the half. You end up going on a 15 and free run to start the half and cut the lead to one. But, man, you just could not score a bucket to get the lead, get back that lead. And you couldn't rally any more, man. You had a chance of taking on a top 25 team and pretty much get everything back up. Get everything together. Get yourself together. And get yourself together. And now you're at 4-5. and five, The first time you have a conference losing record since February 2018. Man. My goodness. My goodness. Then you lose an 8 game. Then you lose to Arkansas by 1 point. By 1 point. My goodness. On a 1 point. And for the first time... That Arkansas beat you in eight games. And now we come to you guys snapping that four-game losing streak by winning against Auburn by one simple basket. So what can we say now? It pretty much bring us now. This is the season record we are at now. Six and 13. And all I'm going to say is, wow. Just wow, Kentucky. I, that is honestly pathetic. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I mean, I, I mean, I thought you guys would have, I knew you guys would struggle a little bit, considering the fact this is a freshman team, you guys got a couple gradual transfers, this is a season, I'm like, thinking to myself, I mean, this, uh, when I found myself non-conference wise, okay, this is, it's kind of bad right now, non-conference wise. But I'm thinking by the time conference play comes around, they're gonna come in like gonna be like LeBron in LeBron in game six. Locked in. Just have that locked in mentality, but man. Even then I'm just like um, that is embarrassing. Uh, that is just sadly embarrassing for all of you guys right now. Because I am a it's coming from a Louisville fan. Someone, I am a Louisville fan, Louisville fan, but man, I feel bad for you guys. I feel bad for Kentucky fans because y'all guys are watching a team just be this bad, and this, and especially this time of the pandemic, we there's very limited seating and all the things going on. I just know some of y'all are probably going through it right now. I'm probably going through it right now. My thing is, simply put, if I have any advice for you guys on how this season is and how I think this season is going to look going forward, I don't think you guys are winning the SEC tournament. SEC tournament. So, sadly, if you guys are thinking you got a chance at winning the SEC tournament and getting in, 
I highly doubt that. <laughs> I highly doubt you're winning that SEC tournament. Especially got teams like Alabama, Tennessee, Tennessee, Missouri, and a few other teams that were probably hungry are hungry. I don't think you're gonna buckle down and win that tournament and get that automatic bid. Automatic bid. So I don't think you're going you're definitely not going to tournament, hands down. Heck, I don't even think you guys are even going to be in the NIT the way y'all playing. The way y'all playing. So if I have any advice to you guys, it's simple. It's the solution simple. Just write it off. That's what my dad tells me every time, especially when this football season, especially since I couldn't go to any games or anything, or go to any games and do some of the things I was planning on doing for for the for football season. Pretty much my dad kept telling me, just write it off. That's my advice to y'all. Just write it off. Just pretend, just say, just make up something that pretty much the right off the season. Say whatever. Heck, say that the NCAA actually found like that hidden barn where it, where you guys hide all your money and hide the strip club underground strip club you guys have over there. Here, <laughs> right and right off. Say heck, say that you guys got say that you guys. We're caught in an academic scandal. Say, make up any excuses just to prove that, A, we didn't have a basketball season at all. At all. But you guys but you guys can't say anything about us being... I'm just saying, the fact that, that we are in a year where pretty much a team that... Where, where, you, are, where you guys... You guys beat Morehead State, who is actually right now... Second in their own conference has a pretty much a good chance of making the tournament with or without with or without winning the tournament their conference tournament tournament as low seed Eastern Kentucky who has a good chance of making it into the tournament with or without winning their tournament as well Murray State who could probably make it in there with or without winning the tournament. You got a team like Western Kentucky, who's pretty much right now the best team, probably the best team in the co- in Conference USA right now. You got Louisville, who's probably definitely getting in because they are looking amazing right now. And then you got Bellarmine, who is even who is in their first season of Division One play, is doing better than you. Man, I am just saying right now is Kentucky. As someone who rep, who who tries who who supports every team in this state, every school in this state, because I have I am of course I am a Louisville fan, but I do support I have friends and family who who are Kentucky fans. I have I went to Western Kentucky University. So, oh, I support Western Kentucky. Go Hilltoppers! I support Eastern Kentucky because I have friend I have. Family who has graduates or graduates from that school. I have, I have friends who went to Moorhead State. I have friends who went to Murray State. I have friends. I'm probably sure I I support Bellarmine because they also are school here in the state. But also because of Coach Davenport, who coach was a coach of Ballard's high school basketball team, who also led them to a state championship. So there is a lot of. 
USA Championship. So I support all of the schools here. But the Louisville fan in me, I am enjoying this a lot. And all I'm going to say is all that grandstanding, all that grandstanding, all I'm going to say is this. Just remember, John Wall, John Wall ain't coming through that tunnel anytime soon. DeMarcus Cousins tunnel as well. Certainly Anthony Davis, not him. And certainly not some of the players in the past. Ain't helping you out. All you can blame is yourselves for this. And I am just going to enjoy this. And I, when the day when you lose in that tournament, I just say, I'm going to have something special for you. And it's going to be a fun, fun experience. And just trust me. It's going to be a fun, fun experience. Till then, that's something I'll drink to you. gonna go ahead and take a break we're gonna go over pretty much a full debriefing of the nfl of the nfl we're gonna go back and look at the old look at the standings look at the predictions the preseason predictions of my old preseason predictions i made in episode 10 and we're gonna look at what happened with the nfl this year with the nfl this year and what do we get right and what do we get wrong? So, we're going to do that and then I'll probably do a couple of, talk about a couple of our subjects. But until then, just sit back and relax. Don't go anywhere, y'all. You're watching episode 20 of the J Money Talks podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud. Don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right Alright guys, before we get into this next segment, I'm going to help you guys out and promote some healthy stuff for you guys. Especially when we're getting, especially that stuff is opening up and especially the gyms. I want to help you guys out, helping you all build that muscle, help you guys lean down, especially get rid of that quarantine 15 we all got. And best thing of performance to get you guys is go to Final Boss Performance, y'all. They got all. They got a great amount of stuff to help you out. Uh, for example, greens. Final. All of us need to get, have a green, healthy vegetables. Some of us don't have enough. You can't get it in. Get those green vegetables in. Let me tell you. Just take one scoop of these. I uh, scoop them in either my orange juice in the morning, or I actually during or before I start work, I actually take a scoop of aminos. Take a funnel. Put a scoop of greens. With a scoop of my a scoop of caffeinated aminos, of a caffeinated aminos, final boss greens, final boss aminos. I shake it up in a Powerade Zero, Airade Zero, and I shake that up and I drink and I drink that sun gun and it's it's not the best, it's not it's not the tastiest thing, but it is. I get my get a serving of greens in, especially when I, especially after a long day of going into the gym hard, and especially you go into the gym hard. Burn a whole lot of calories. That helps you out a lot. That helps you guys out. That helps out a lot. Especially then you got, especially in a workout. I know a lot of y'all don't have a lot of that energy. You don't have a lot of fuel in your body to get to go into that gym and do that workout. Here's a little boost. This thing, a little boost for you. 
Final Boss Pre. I pretty much talked about it a ton on this channel. This gives you, you always get that extra pro, you get that extra energy. It helps you build that muscle, helps build that muscle, helps you lean out. You get that energy boost. You pretty much, you pretty much get that extra sweat. You pretty much get, get a little endurance muscles, which helps you get, build that pump. And then also, also it helps out little you because if you, because who knows, maybe you get lucky in the gym. Hey, maybe you get a little lucky in the gym. Find a find shorty, and if you want to, and you want to bring her back to your place, or go, or she brings you back to her place, and you doing that buddy cardio, let me tell you, Lily, you got a little boost because it increases. It has a lot of things that called nitric oxide, which actually helps with erections, my friends. It's basically low key a Viagra, but it's low key Viagra. So I'm just gonna tell you. I if stuff is gonna be open back, probably gonna be back open by the summertime. I'm saying this: if I'm going to go back, if I'm coming outside, ready to go to the pool parties, ready to enjoy life again, enjoy life again. I want to go in the leanest I can get. So hit up FinalBossPerformance.com. Go hit up FinalBossPerformance.com. Get you some greens. Get you some aminos. Get you that pre-workout. Heck, they got protein powder. They're coming out with a protein bar very, very soon. I'm a, which your boy is gonna make a review for this channel, for the YouTube channel, very soon. So, pretty, very, very soon. And I'm on, and then Fairy Evers. First, they also got a pair of Final Boss Athletics, and they sell like joggers, sweatpants, and all this other stuff too. I'm gonna get me a couple too, so that way I look an extra cool when the summertime comes. So, check it out. Final Boss Performance. Final Boss Athletics. Check them all out. Check out there. Check them out. Get their stuff. They got you. They'll get you. And if they ask, where you, are you heard from? Okay, we're up. Alright, we're up. Okay, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 20 of the J-Money Talks podcast. Now, we're going into pretty much the biggest thing. And that is the basketball is... NFL football. Of course, last week, of course, last week, around this time last week, we witnessed Tom Brady lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to not only their first Super Bowl in, in about 20 years, not only are they, but also win said Super Bowl. It's the 20th Super Bowl. Win that Super Bowl. And Tom Brady wins his seventh championship. Champ wins his seventh Super Bowl. Fifth overall. Fifth championship overall. He is, I think, his fifth MVP trophy. I think he's won his fifth Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. It, okay, when. When I made my preseason predictions back in tw- background when we did episode tw- episode 10 prior to season, I actually did have the Buccaneers as the fifth seed. As the fifth seed. So I was right on that. I'm on the teams that I picked in this playoff. I actually got the AFC almost right. I got the Chiefs right. Ravens right. Titans right, Bills right, and the Browns. 
only teams I have fought in the AFC would make it was going to be the Patriots and the Chargers. Well, the Patriots, I thought the Patriots would win the AFC East. Well, the Bills took side to take that AFC crown from Patriots. And not only did the Bills take that crown from the Patriots, they pretty much told them straight up, we we gonna we running this ran this league. <laughs> pretty much ran that division. And all I'm gonna say is that and I thought the Chargers would make it, but somehow they kept close losing out on these close games, choking them away. Choking away these clo- choking away games they should have won handedly, but kept choking and choking them out repeatedly. So Unfortunately, there. That. So, unfortunately. Steelers. Um, Steelers actually end up making the playoffs. In fact, winning the division. It started off 11-0. 11-0. So, yeah, we have a lot. Of, there's a lot of things in this. The AFC, I have on a lot of things. Thought some teams would make it in. I knew some teams would make it in. I thought some teams wouldn't make it in. I think the Colts would make it in the playoffs, but they did. They actually were the sixth seed. I uh, know. I think actually the Browns were the sixth seed. My apologies. I'm bugging there. NFC. I honestly thought the NFC. I had. Saints is number one. They end up being uh, number two, I think. Number two or number three. Number three. Seahawks, I got right. The Cowboys win the AFC, NFC East. I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. Uh, they ended up being the Washington football team. The Washington football team. Vikings. I actually thought the Vikings would have won the NFC North over the Packers, but Packers won. Vikings were not in the playoffs. So, I've had Buccaneers being the fifth seed. Yes, yeah, so I had three teams. Four teams, Packers, were a sixth seed, but became the number one seed. And then you have Cardinals. That I had the Cardinals as the seventh seed. Instead, it became the Bears. So, I actually had five teams in the AFC right. And four of the NFC seeds right. Now, my thought process is who I thought was going to Super Bowl. I thought we were going to see the Chiefs and probably Saints or Packers. And it turns out, I got the Chiefs right. Then we, but I got the Packers wrong. Well, I almost had it right, but the Buccaneers ended up winning. And Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl. My thought process is Tom Brady winning it. At this point in time, if you're a fan, if you're a football fan, you just got to accept the fact that Tom Brady maybe is the GOAT. Period. End of story. Tom Brady is the GOAT. And there's nothing much we can say about it. In terms of the sport. In terms of the sport of football. 
the the goat of goats in terms of all athlete, all sports. I mean, that's a questionable one. I mean, I mean, I say Michael Jordan is better than him a bit because of six, but now people want to say like, well, he's won seven championships. He's been to the playoffs ten times. He's been in the Super Bowl ten times. This is tenth appearance in the Super Bowl. He's won seven of them. He's gotten more Super Bowl MVPs. He's gotten all kinds of all kinds of championships and championships and whatnot. So at this point, all of the accolades, he is the. I will say this: he is the goat. Right, he's a goat. I hate the fact that I want to call him the goat in terms of football and all this shiz, but goddamn it, you gotta give it, gotta give the devil his due. The devil is you, Tom Brady's goat. Gronk, he wins his, I think his fourth championship, wins his fourth Super Bowl. No, Mike Evans finally gets, he gets his Super Bowl reign. He gets, he gets more right. He got Scotty Miller. He wins the Super Bowl. Uh, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Now comes Lombardi Lenny now, or which I think it was what he called himself. And then finally you have Antonio Brown, who has done everything wrong. He now has a Super Bowl. My thought about Antonio Brown winning this is like, this man did everything in his power to get out of Pittsburgh. Out of Pittsburgh. He did so many ridiculous things to get himself out of Oakland to go to New England with Brady. He gets hit with domestic violence allegations. No, sexual assault allegations. And he pretty much decided, he made text messages. Dumb text messages. And he still... And he did a bunch of stuff throwing rocks at UPS drivers. Throwing a bag of dicks at the cops. And his baby moms. And all his dumb shits. He, all the dumb shits. He gets a Super Bowl reign. And he got wide receivers like Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Steve Smith, Terrell Owens, who don't have a reign, but Antonio Brown actually has a reign. It's a shame, man. It's honestly a dang shame. I feel bad for it. I, like, I don't want, I didn't really want to cheat. I didn't really have much of a dog in this fight, but I rather would have had the Chiefs win this game. Chiefs win that game. But that game, he actually was, I felt bad for Chiefs. Chiefs actually played bad. Um, that was an interesting game. One thing is Patrick Mahomes did not perform the way he usually does. I mean, you got, some cases he got turf toe. He had, he had his issues with turf toe. He pretty much, his offensive line, pretty much two of his main offensive linemen, Ended up getting injured before the Super Bowl. And that game, he could not do anything. He tried everything he can to throw this football. 
And the passes that they could have, that should have been caught, were not kept, were not caught. Like, the right kill could have, should have caught in some passes. Travis Kelsey should have had some passes given. I mean, errors, catches that should have been caught, but never could have, but weren't able to. And it's unfortunate. I mean, do I think Le'Veon Bell should have had a Super Bowl? I think so. I mean, and I think it should also Leonard. I think uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think about Le'Veon Bell is like, do I think he should? Do I have anything about him? Well, he does. He wanted guaranteed. He wanted guaranteed money from Steelers. Steelers weren't giving it to him, so he pretty much held out. He held out for a season, pursued his rap career. Or whatever hell. And what did I guarantee money? Jets didn't do anything with him. So I mean I he was at least a lesser of two in that case, but man I don't know how I feel. Um I thought about the season so far. It's been it was an interesting season. I felt like the Ravens actually held it. I thought the Ravens would have had a chance to compete in that. AC title game. I don't know how we would have done against Kansas City Arrowhead. I think we may have still got blown out, but hey, the fact we made the AFC title game, my biggest, my best thing I love about it is Lamar finally won a playoff game, and it was against Tennessee. And I say that was probably my best. That was the best thing about that year was pretty much the Ravens beating Tennessee. Finally getting revenge from last year's playoff loss. And the loss to Tennessee in overtime in November. And especially getting the stomping on that logo was the best. Was probably the best form of way of letting them know. If you're going to disrespect the Ravens. Don't be surprised we disrespect you back. <laughs> we come back with that disrespect. And I feel like that was what you got. That's what the... Tennessee got in that game, and they deserved it. They really deserved it. Um, Browns, congratulations on making you to your first playoff game, coming back to the playoffs first time in years. And embarrassing the Steelers that way was just a whole was so hilariously so hilarious. I will, I laugh and I laugh at how that loss how that game went, and I'm just, like, watching this. I'm like, oh. Thank goodness the hub is not the same. Because if this was, the hub was itself, ooh, AFC North would have had endless spank bank material for a while, laughing at this shit. Enjoying laughing at this, the misery of the Steelers. I was enjoying, I'm, Isaiah Steelers is done. I think the Steelers are probably not going to be are not going to be compete for the division anytime soon. They're not going to bottom out completely. I mean, they still got says the Bengals going to be bottom out, but they're going to be in the but they're going to be chilling like where the Browns were are now. And that's what and that's now they're like the Browns. Now the torch has been passed back. It's like the torch has been officially passed. 
The new factory resentment is now going to be residing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And Cleveland is going to be back. I think is back. I think Cleveland's back. I think they finally got a franchise QB, QB in Baker Mayfield. I think I think they got a team, the coach. They got, the, they got a team that has structure, a team that looks like it's going to get better. And, but who knows? Ravens, my thing is, we're going to need a new wide receiver one. A new wide receiver one. Um, new wide receiver one. Like, I think we need a veteran. As a, uh, need to get a veteran. Either Robert Seaver, I say right now, a couple of free agents is Kenny Galladay for Detroit Lions. Another one is is um, Allen Robinson for Chicago Bears. Um, uh, one thing is could be interesting is probably is probably the is someone like T. Y. Hilton. He's actually a free agent as well. I'd love to see if we can get him. That's something I think would work best because I think he him as a beginning receiver can create space and separation for Hollywood to excel in, and I think that would help out a lot for Ravens. If someone like that who could create space for Hollywood to make some of the some of the big passes back passes which allow him to get his speed with his help with his speed and I think that would help out a lot and a bunch more and um yeah that's the plan for Ravens I think we have a running game now we just need to figure out a way of building a pass rush and that's something that we're gonna have to look at um a one night possible idea is looking into looks like JJ Watt is actually JJ Watt might be that person because if you don't know Houston Texans pretty much are is self-destructing its franchise because because one of the big things is they started off 0-4. They can start off 0-4. Fired head coach and GM Bill O'Brien after pretty much training away New Hopkins at training away DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. That did not work out. The see the Texans end their season, I believe, on a four and twelve record, I believe. On a four and twelve record, I believe. Let me see. It is, I think, a four twelve record, I believe. Yes, it is four and twelve record. Their fur, their first round pick for this draft, upcoming draft, is not going to be with the, is not going to be in any part of. It's not going to be on. It's going to be all with the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Um, as then as you do that, everything is next. You actually have you have pretty much Deshaun Watson is now requesting to be traded to. Now requesting to be traded to the trade somewhere because uh, it happened is as the Texans were looking for to hire a new GM and a new head coach, the owner Bob McNair told Sean, "Hey, we're going to have 
we're going to have your input on sign who the coach should be. Coach should be. Among one among the coaches that at Deshaun Watson wanted to hire was the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, who is Eric Bieniemy, who is honestly a coach, who is a coach, should have a job and who should be a head coach in the NFL at this point. Especially all, especially these positions that were taken. I'm surprised they never made gave a call to uh, be enemy. To be enemy, especially like when seeing how the Chiefs are doing right now, they made the back-to-back Super Bowls. Made the back-to-back Super Bowls. They practically have they have Patrick Mahomes, a person who's going to be an MVP candidate almost every single year. Year. And they just never thought of giving this man an interview. An interview. And what happened is McNair pretty much hired a new GM in uh, Nick Serio, who is an executive for the New England Patriots. And did they give uh, John any input on who should be GM? The answer is no. And they hired another co- and their coach. I think the coach for the Texans, new coach, is, I believe, they made a coaching hire. I can't remember what the name is. Who is now? Let me search this. Their new head coach is... Coach, coach, coach. I'm trying to figure out the coach of the Houston Texans. It's not it. Yeah, here it is. Let's see. David Coley, who is actually a former Ravens, actually a Ravens assistant, former Ravens assistant, assistant, who is probably... Who is actually our passing game? Who was, in fact, our passing game coordinator? If you don't know what our passing game coordinator, what how our passing game looks like, looked like at any way shape looked like. If you're wondering what did our what did our passing game look like, ours was dead last in the league. So. Yeah, let's just say Deshaun Watson ain't ha- wasn't happy about this. Like, and he's just like, "Bruh, I know I have a no trade clause in this contract, but damn it, I need to get. I'm getting the fuck out. This is this team is number one bull. Is this is some bullshit? He was ready to leave. He wanted to leave. He Deshaun Watson is gone. Do I th- did they trade him or did they try trading him? I think they will trade him." But I think it will be, by the time we do it, it's going to end. It's probably going to end by possibly to by draft time. I say sometime in the draft, we will see a trade between Deshaun with the Texans and some other team for Deshaun Watson and some picks. It's going to be some crazy trade where it has to be some crazy trade where Crazy trade right now because of crazy trade. And I think the probably the 
found what's found need Aaron need is probably free two free first round picks. Something crazy with some team team for this trade is because I think they the president there isn't going to be a president sent president that's been sent already when the LA Rams traded for Matthew Stafford in exchange for to Jared Goff. The Detroit Lions traded Matthew Stafford, their long-term court, their quarterback, for the past, I believe, 12, 13 years, to the L.A. Rams in exchange for Jared Goff. And a first round. And Rams gave him their first round pick, their first round pick, for him. And their first round pick. So, that means if you're a means if you're a Texas fan you might you are going to have to get and I think maybe one more two more players but overall my thoughts about about Sean Washington is like bruh I don't know who you going to I already know they're not going to trade you anytime soon they're going to make you play I'm not going to say he holds out I don't say he holds out on it I think and his band is, I say this, he's going to do, I think he's not going to show up to any voluntary workouts. I think the man he's going to hold, is probably going to hold out on training camp. I don't know if he's going to hold out on training camp. I think he, I don't know if he'll do something for training camp, like hold out or do, just show up to training camp as late as possible. To late as possible. And to late, very late as possible. I don't know how this is going to work out for this year. And a lot of people aren't going to make, are not going to take the contract that he has, especially the year we're having the cap that's going to be, sorry cap that we have, is not, is going to be as big because there was no, not as much of a live gate as, not as much of a live gate, because of not much of a live gate. So, it's going to be a it's for a lot of people even if they needed a quarterback of Deshaun Watson's talent not a lot of people are not a lot of people want to risk taking that cap crunch so that is something that's going to happen that's going to be something interesting as months go by next we actually now have then as one face of the offense, the face of the offense, pretty much is one's out of one's out of Texas, out of Houston. We have the defensive face of the franchise, pretty much getting released by the Texans. That's right, JJ Watt. He actually is giving, he is leaving Houston, the Houston Texans, a team that he was drafted in for a while. I believe he has been in. The, JJ Watt. He is he has been with the team for since 2011. Oh, he's been around since 2011. Okay, since 2011. And among the teams that want him in this league, among the teams that want him, it is right now. It is the Steelers. They're currently the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cleveland Browns, 
the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens, and I believe a dozen teams, Green Bay, I was interested in them. Green Bay has interest in them, and I think a lot more others. I don't know what it is going to be. I don't know who is going to be, the who will get our man, Sean Watson, but it is LA Rams, I think LA Rams is a the group. Basically, a lot of teams is looking to get him. He has won free NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards. He is a multi-time All-Pro defensive, and he is probably the he is one of the biggest defensive players. Also, another also other team from Monoma is the Buffalo Bills, Tennessee, and the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. The most likely, who would I think that J.J. Watt will most likely go to? I would not be surprised that J.J. Watt goes to Pittsburgh. Because, two very big reasons. His younger brothers both play for the Steelers. You got T.J. Watt, who should be a back-to-back defensive player of the year. In this, last year and this year, but was snubbed by Aaron Donald. And then you got Derek Watt, who is a fullback for the Steelers. And both of them, and both of them pretty much were both, especially TJ himself, pretty much took to where after Watt announced his release Friday, telling, telling his big brother, come on down to, just come on down to Pittsburgh, brother. Come on down to Pittsburgh, a.k.a. Blitzburg. And he is a great pass rusher. Who I think should go, who should be a part of that team. A team. A team. I think it's a lot of things. Is, um, do I think. Oh, who is next one of a few teams left? I think there's a lot of teams, a lot of fan bases. One of them. It is interesting. I say it's the Steelers is the biggest is going to be the one that's going to go after him the most. And in the Browns, I think he could go... To, I would love for him to be a Raven. I wouldn't be... I would be surprised if he's a Raven. If he becomes a... If, a, if Eric DeCosta makes a move and gets him to Baltimore, I'm saying this. You Don't be surprised if your boy buys a J.J. Watt jersey as... When that deal happens, I'm gonna buy a JJ Watchers as soon as possible. And that's a big and if that happens, let's just say I think that front seven is dangerous. Cause then you got that because then you got practically because then you have you got because that would be a big thing, and then you gotta consider the fact of then you gotta consider the fact of Judon. Will he be back and then we have to get. Will we be? Will we get rid of Judon, and, ex- and will we release Judon and bring in JJ Watt, or do we remove Yannick Ngagwe to make a contract for him? There's a lot of factors there, Ravens. I don't know what's going to happen, but JJ Watt's a big name. It's going to be in a free agency, and is NFL free agency is going to be interesting, especially QBs. In terms of QBs, there's a lot of interest somehow. 
like Sam Darnold for the Jets. Somehow the 49ers have interest in bringing him in. So there's a chance Sean Watson could go to New York. There's things somehow there's somehow reports that somehow Texans and Dolphins could make a trade for him. Trade for him. Like the Texans trade for Tua, which I kind of don't believe that's a case. It's a weird situation. Like you bring you just tanked for Tua Tangaloa. You're gonna give him the Josh Rosen treatment and trade him to another team after one season. That's that sounds ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of factors for a lot of teams involved, and we just gotta see what happens next. Um, what happens this season? There's a lot of things involved. I think there's a lot of factors in this season. This free agency is gonna be an interesting time. Uh interesting time and a lot of factors so let's we don't we got till March we got a month or two before stuff happens before stuff comes through so until that time we wait we sit back and we wait my hope is we get a good wide receiver I say my thing is I hope everyone's get a good wide receiver we make some good deals keep some of the defense in Keep the defense. If we can bring J.J. Watt, if there's a way of bringing in J.J. Watt in without sacrificing a player or two, with sacrificing a player or two, then hey, if J.J. Watt comes here, hey, that's I say this. That front seven plus that secondary, that defense is stacked to the brim with players, and I would be excited if that is the case because. Let's just say the return of that Ravens defense of old is going to be big. The automatic lock uh, down. All this left is in the offense. Speaking of offense, um, speaking of offense, Orlando Brown Jr. of uh, is requesting a trade as he pretty much only wants to play left tackle. And one of the big things to the Ravens. Made a big extension to Ronnie Stanley. Now, Ronnie Stanley did get injured, and Orlando Brown played his took his spot as a left tackle, and he did well, pretty well. But that is pretty much Ronnie Stanley's position. I don't, I don't know how, why, Orlando Brown can't have try any other position. But it looks like that's going to be a big thing. It looks like. Russell Wilson, now Russell Wilson, he says that he wants, he is kind of upset at Seahawks for, you know, hey, y'all ain't building an offensive line for me to keep me in this pocket. I'm getting sacked all constantly. I get it. I can run around. I can move. I can scramble. But, man, I'm being sacked too often. I can't run around all the time forever. So... Y'all need to build an offensive line for me. Well, well, let's just say this, Russell. I think me, I think the Ravens can help you out, my friend. We got this young, we got a young, ta- we got a young offensive tackle that need we want that wants to play left tackle. I think you guys need a left tackle. I think we can make the fit. We just need is a first round pick, a fourth round pick, and I believe a sixth round pick, which I've heard in a recently. In some rumors, that is the trade package that I think that Eric DaCosta is making to any teams. Hey, you guys want to? 
hey, you guys want this offensive tackle? Give us a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick. We got you. So, yeah, that's a lot. There's some trades that's going to be making. There's going to be some trades happening around draft time. I think it's going to be happening around draft time, and I think it's going to be interesting how this season goes for how the offseason looks like for a lot of teams. And uh, we just wait. Right now, we wait for those moves to happen. So then we just focus. All right. Let's move on from in NFL to NBA right now. Top team in the Western Conference is right now the Utah Jazz, who is being led by pretty much Louisville alumni Donovan Mitchell. They are the they have the number one record in the conference with a 22 and five record. Lakers not that far behind with a 21 and six record. Then you got then you got LA Clippers with the third seed, the Phoenix Suns with the fourth seed. Then you got the Portland Trailblazers with for the fifth seed. Then you got the Spurs who is sitting as the sixth seed. Next you have the Denver Nuggets. At the seventh seed and the eighth seed is the Golden State Warriors, 14 and 13 record. In the East, you got the Philadelphia 76ers with an 18-9 record overall. The Milwaukee Bucks with a 16-11 record. Record as the second seed. Third seed is the Brooklyn Nets with 16-2. The fourth seed is the Indiana Pacers with a 14-13 record. Then you got Boston, the Boston Celtics with a 13-13 record. Then you got the Charlotte Hornets. Coming in with the 13 and 13 15 record, and then you got the New York Knicks with a 13 15 record, and then you got Toronto with rounding out the eighth seed, eighth seed with a 12 and 15 record. So far, it is interesting uh, right now. Right now, time is recording. Time is recording. My Spurs beat the Charlotte Hornets 122 to 110. 110. Um, see, what is the big the big moves that have happened was pretty much is right now I have we have the Derrick Rose getting traded to the New York New York Knicks. Russell Wilson's with the Russell Westbrook is with the I'm sorry Russell Westbrook is with the Washington Wizards. Washington Wizards. Lamel Ball is pretty much balling out, looking like the rookie of the year right now. Steph Curry is pretty much shooting like 40 points a game. Just practically just letting him know, just letting, I guess, the entire league know, hey, if y'all thought I was finished, nah, not today. Ooh, it appears that AD may be... May have injured his Achilles. May have injured his Achilles tendon, which is a bad, which is a bad, which is very, very bad. If that is the case, that may be the end of Anthony Davis' season. Of Anthony Davis' season, which is really unfortunate. Which is very ever unfortunate. How they're gonna play without him? Without him on a team, on that team, so it is looking kind of scary. 
So if you're a Lakers fan, this might be a tough time. Who knows if that is can the Lakers repeat without Anthony Davis? So that's gonna be a big question. Um, that's gonna be a big question. Can can the Lakers repeat? It might be a little tougher, but it's the, but who knows? It's Lakers is Lakers, and who knows how LeBron is? So let's hope for hope for LA sake. <clears throat> The big thing is, is right now that Corzips, the Porzingis trade for the, for Knicks made for Knicks made to build Porzingis for uh with the Mavericks back uh, a couple of years ago, is now starting to look like it's benefiting for them because right now the Knicks are 17 and and the Mavs are like the are actually like the um. As I look at this again. The Mavs have probably the Mavs have, I believe, a have might possibly the Mavericks currently are ranked. Seventeenth in the league right now, right now, and their first round pick is the Knicks right now. So, and they have one of the worst, very one of the worst, and it can be a lottery pick. And a chains are that pick is a lottery pick is very, very, very interesting. Say at least so. It looks like. I mean, when we heard about this trade we made, a lot of people in the Knicks are like, "What in the hell? Why would you trade them?" And now, LA, now the Knicks are pretty much Knicks fans are probably like, "Oh, we can have a chance of having a good pick," and our team is not playing like shit this year. For right now, well, this might be pretty good. What are my thoughts about this situation? Uh. I don't know. My, I don't know. I have not followed much about NBA much. Especially, I don't follow NBA as much as I used to. My thing is the Spurs looking, in fact, the Spurs are looking pretty good right now. They're actually in, a, they're pretty much a six seed, which is something. I mean, do I expect them to really make much of an effort in the playoffs? I don't know. I think the big thing is Marcus Aldridge is... <laughs> Lars Aldridge ain't really doing nothing, I think. I think Marcus Aldridge probably could get. I say that Marcus Aldridge could get traded. I think he should be traded, honestly. Honestly, uh, Sean Dejounte Murray having twenty six points and twelve rebounds. That is impressive. Pretty impressive. Um, oh, what did it? Yeah, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, 
Okay, so... Mark Rogers is, like, injured? What the heck? Guess it's on it. Sonic Murray, I guess, uh, Mark Aldridge injured now? Oh, here it is. Uh, news. He has not played since February at first, so I'm like, what happened? Is he like shut down for the year or what's going on? Well, he's active, but is he like injured? Hold on, I'm trying to figure out why am I not seeing anything from him. Uh, is he just. Because I think he's on the roster, but he hasn't played any games, so I'm wondering is he like injured or is he like out? Uh, is he like, what is going on? Because I think if, to me, I feel like Warner Sausage should be traded. I say this. If AD's out with the ink, with an Achilles injury, I'm like, hey. Spurs should be like, hey, LA, you guys need a, need a big man? Hey, we got this 40-year-old big man we ain't using. So, you want him? Yeah, just give, what do you want? A uh, second round pick or whatever. <laughs> I say a second round pick, box of cookies, box of cookies, which, my thing about Aldridge, it, here's the thing, I'm just saying this, you're like 6'11", you're like 6'11", and you're a big man, you're a center, you're a big man, I get it, if your shots ain't gonna hit, I get it, but man, just, tr why aren't you trying to get more rebounds, try to get more rebounds, like more than like, you can get like should get like five six rebounds a game at least, and I think what I saw earlier was like four. Like you get four rebounds a game, and I'm like, what? Like seriously? Like his stats is four point three rebounds a game, bro. You can make at least five, maybe six rebounds a game. Like your career, you've averaged eight point three rebounds a game. Right, you can average like three or four, five rebounds, more than four rebounds a game. Like, can you at least? I'm like, bruh. Bruh, how are you this? That's just me. I'm just like, I don't even think he's playing. I don't know if he's playing. I don't know if he's like injured or what. Whatever. I'm like... Let's just say he might be going. There's actually reports that he's. So I guess he's okay. So he's injured. Is he 
Is he injured? Or is he... Okay, there's a chance that he actually could be traded on the deadline. And he's... Okay, he's recovering from an injured hip, so... Okay, so he's injured... He has an injured hip, so... So, I just say this. I'm... Personally, for me, I think he needs... I think he needs a... I think if if he's going to the if he's going to the Mavs, if the Spurs and Mavs are going to make a trade, I hope he is. I think he should go. Should go. He should go. And actually, and I think they got. I think they actually have a better. And I think he has a better. I think he's better. A uh, better. Uh, Team for the, I think he is a better team. I think he's better for the Mavericks. I think it helps them out a lot, especially in, uh, in terms of front court, in terms of big man. So I think it's good. I think he's gonna go to the. I think he'll go to the uh, the Mavs. All right, I think that's about it, guys. Um, we have not talked about a lot. Um, so. That's the best we can get up. Ah, right. That's a good. I think this is it for the for this episode of the podcast. It's episode twenty. Um, we'll be back next week. I'm planning on trying to get the podcast do these episodes probably every Monday. I think that's the best schedule. It's getting out every Monday time. I say I want this to be at least noon. Try to get this out episode out every episode at noon. Noon, it's easier, especially noon. I say noon time, because actually, especially when we're having lunch, especially during lunchtime, you want to you sit back, relax, have a cold one, have a cold one, have a nice lunch. You know, something you watch while you're having lunch, some, and when you're driving back at work, and then you're actually trying to listen through, trying to get through that mid-afternoon rush, all that stuff, and, uh, yeah, some of the stuff I'm I don't have a lot of a lot of topics talk about a lot of topics. Um, I guess we'll end it on this. Don't put glue don't put gruel glue in your hair, just like that idiot woman who actually put gruel glue in her hair. Don't do that. That is stupid. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how. I just isn't me. I've never heard about much about this that gruel glue girl. My thing about her is she's a fucking idiot. And the fact that she got 20 grand and somehow they did this operation to remove the glue out of her hair and they did it for free. That is some bullshit. I think she she had to, she should have to pay every dime. No no free operations. There are people who have cancer. That's struggling right now, and who should get free operations? Not this dumb idiot, dumb idiot. And I'm just like, bruh. People like this should not. I don't know how they exist in our world, but some of them need to go. Just like, just like some of the senators and congressmen who pretty much believed that Trump was innocent in his role in 
the insurrection. So, yeah, all of them need to all go. Anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and end this end this in this episode of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Enjoyed this podcast episode. We uh, we'll be back next week. Next week. So until then, my friends. Thank you guys very much for watching. Make sure to leave a like. You know, hit that heart notification. Hit that heart. You know, share this around. Let everyone know about this podcast. Give them some big J money in their lives. They need it. And uh, most importantly, follow the chant. Follow the SoundCloud channel. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I really want to get some subscribers, man. I am trying to make this podcast pop. I probably am on at least. I'm not just making podcast episodes, but I'm also going to try to add content to the YouTube channel. I play on at least, try at least add more videos. I actually did, in fact, I actually did a video last week on the channel about me watching this one anime called Redo of Healer, which is probably anime that has probably so controversial that it's probably worse than, it's pretty much more controversial than, than uh, then, like, Goblin Slayer, more controversial than, uh, Interspecies Rears, more controversial than Sealed Hero, all the stuff going on there. It's practically off-brand, but somehow they found a way of green-lining this into an, uh, into an actual anime. Don't know how, don't know why, but it's actually funny. I actually did, like, full breakdown, did watch all the first four episodes, did everyone break piece by piece, and I actually enjoyed and it's an interesting show it, in terms of like for quality of animation saying well it seems it's kind of an it's kind of mid uh so those off print scenes were were actually head hidden and let me just say that was to say it was an interesting experience I will say you that much so I'm gonna go ahead and uh Go ahead, give that a watch right now. Give that a watch. You know, enjoy it. I that came out just recently, a couple of days ago. So, till then, I am actually going to do more reactions to episodes. Actually, I might. I'm actually going to try to do one of episode five. Probably depends on how how it looks outside tomorrow. Probably go out and do workout. So, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode make sure to leave a like share us around to everybody and most importantly follow the soundcloud channel and the youtube channel and subscribe to the youtube channel and hit that notification bell so that way you get a you know so that way when i post that new upload you get that you know it's time to watch my friends so until then until then my friends don't forget to leave a like share us around to everybody if you got any ideas of if you guys want to hear about any topics I should follow, hit me up on social media on the social media down below and leave a comment in the videos for me to see. And don't forget to subscribe for more of me. And the next video will be money. So until then, my friends. Goodbye. And good